and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. And as you know, the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us that get us thinking, get us connected, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we made the connection. So it's coming up on Valentine's Day, which is a perfect time to be talking about connections. We have a connection to our uh, our mate or our soon-to-be mate or exploration of a mate and ourselves, a journey of self-discovery about who we are, what we want. Uh, sometimes people can get just kind of frustrated this time of the year because maybe they're not in a relationship or the relationship isn't going well, and you don't really know what to do. And I'm delighted that we have Christine Schroeder, who is a life advisor, uh, with us today. And she's going to be talking about some tools that help us guide the process. And we'll be exploring both the unconscious and the conscious Christine. Hello. I always enjoy having you on this show, and you are a fabulous co-host. Well, thank you very much for having me today. It's wonderful. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about unconscious and conscious, just to kick us off just a bit. Well, um, what I call our romantic defaults are subconscious patterns that we have due to either family of origin issues or private previous relationship issues that we just can't get rid of. If you find yourself constantly re-dating um, the same type of person or ending relationships based on the same issues, those are defaults and patterns that we're drawing to us that we don't even recognize. So the topic today is how to change our romantic defaults. Yes. And find the mate that you're really w- looking for. Yep. That's the point. So you're both an intuitive advisor and a medium. And what I love about you is that you also, um, not also, you are very practical in the advice that you give. Yeah. Um, And it's in all manners of your life, but it's also in our love life. Yeah. And and I think being conscious of... Uh, what we want and knowing ourselves better, taking bothering to have that introspection gives us a better chance at getting to the bottom of really good patterns that we can create for ourselves, not just in our love lives, but with friends, family, all those things. So, And unconscious patterns may have emerged uh, out of watching the media mm, or yes. seeing our friends and thinking, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. or um, having family that has certain ex- – or, or it could be some patterns that, you know, when we were in a certain situation was helpful for us. Right. But no longer really is helpful. It's not really getting at who we are right now. Right. And – it can also bring up things of, you know, some more uncomfortable family of origin issues. If you come from a family that has addiction issues, you're more likely to be drawn to someone with addiction issues. If you come from a family where you have um, somebody who's very controlling or very problematic, you're, and it doesn't make sense to us that would be, we would be drawn to that, mm-hmm. but we are drawn to that. And so being conscious of that and recognizing that, you know, that's not in us to fix that that's already happened and and making an effort to recognize what we really want in our lives will help to override those patterns that just kind of draw us to those people. 
because the unconscious and the conscious can kind of do a little battle. Yeah. In yeah. figuring out who who's in charge. Yes. And unfortunately, culturally, we want fairy dust to just be sprinkled over us and our love lives just be perfect. Well, there's a lot of things on television and the film industry and the media in general that makes it seem like – you know, for women, you achieve that. You know, you achieve your fairy dust. Right. And right. there's pressure on how the wedding's supposed to look yeah. like. And and children from the time they're very young are, you know, sort of acculturated into, you know, what the big day is right. going to be. Like, then everything is perfect after that. Right. And it's not really building for the long term. No, no. We spend so much time on the story, and then the end is happily ever after. And, and that's like 50 yeah. to 70 years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. yeah. And who did I pick again? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's the point of, of romantic defaults, changing your romantic defaults. So, yeah. And a default may be something that you just see over and over again. I mean, mm-hmm. how do you start to look at what are your romantic defaults? Well, um, often in my practice, I see people come in and they will say, well, you know, once again, I've picked someone who I thought was going to be, you know, respectful of me, and they end up being, you know, disrespectful of me. And and I'll say, well, how did you start out the relationship? Well, you know, they were, you know, funny and uh, counterculture and, you know, kind of take charge person. And I liked that in them. Okay, what did you like about that? Well, that meant strength to me. That's wonderful, but if it doesn't doesn't give you respect, then you're actually not getting what you're looking for in that person. And did you did, did she prioritize respect? Right, she didn't recognize it because mm-hmm. she's seeing these these other things that are what she's familiar with, what she's used to, instead of what she really wants. Mm-hmm. And so that's that piece. The other piece is um, oftentimes. We choose similar people because we don't know any better. And they're different clothes, different faces, but the same attributes. Mm-hmm. Um, because we can be helper bees or needy and we want somebody strong, but we don't want them so strong that they squelch us. And it, finding that fine line between the two can be rather problematic. Mm-hmm. I think there's times when people want to feel safe and then they want to feel adventure. Mm-hmm. And how do you balance between what feels safe and secure but could get boring Mm -hmm. to what seems adventurous but also high risk and could be dangerous. Right, right. And and I think emotionally um, there is that rev, you know, Mm -hmm. that that risk ends up revving you emotionally and that's what we get hooked on. And whether it's good or bad patterns, it's it's what we get hooked on. Because there's the adrenaline rush, Mm -hmm. that rev can give us that romantic, quote-unquote, high. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is it really romantic, or is it something that's just, you know, elevating our excitement? Yes, exactly. And I think taking a little—it's it's less romantic. It's much more practical application here. But it, it ends up being a greater road to romance because it cuts away all the— the things that aren't going to work for you, mm-hmm. that, that give you that false sense of romance. So, In a sense of a true romance, um, you have a, a 
build a mate. It kind of reminds like build a bear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have a, a build a mate. Mm-hmm. It, tell me a little bit about that tool. Um, this tool is, you know, it's a kind of an amalgamation of different things that have come up throughout my life. But it's thirty attributes and sixteen deal breakers. And you take a piece of paper and you list. 30 attributes, and these attributes can be, I want them to be kind, I want them to be funny, I want them to be independent, but when you say those those one-word attributes, I want you to really flesh them out, because you want to be able to see in action steps what somebody can do to explain to you that they're kind, and what does kindness mean to you? Is kindness opening a door? Is kindness being kind to puppies? You know, being a good tipper, volunteering. Um, so when you start your list, do this in a very um, thoughtful manner, not just slapping it together. So one could sit down and initially just put 30 things down that mm-hmm. d- to strike you that this is important. Yep. But then you could take a next step and go back to that list and go, okay, is that word really, right. does that really reflect what I'm looking at? Right. And question into that word yep. a little bit. Yep. And then the flip side to that is you take the piece of paper, flip it over, and you have the 16 deal breakers. And my rule for the 16 deal breakers is the top four list has to always have no one with any active addictions, no one with any unchecked mental health issues, no commitment phobes, and no super controlling behaviors. And my concept of a commitment phobe is somebody who, and and we all know people who have done this, say, come here, come here, come here, go away, go away, go away, come here, come here, go away, go away, go away. And it's the, the never-ending um, engagement right. where it just never quite clicks. And these people don't recognize that they're doing this. Um, they just start to feel hinky when expectations are made of them mm-hmm. that they don't think they can meet. But they want you to love them, love, love, love me, and they want you to be loved, loved, loved as well. They just don't know how to do it very well, but they become the most dangerous because they never let you go. And you never quite grow out of them either. And so you waste a lot of time circling the thing that is a phobic reaction instead of cutting through to what do we really want? You know, as you're saying that, I'm thinking it's not only a good to check in about those four in folks that you don't want to draw to you, mm-hmm. but also to check in, are you doing some of those things? You got it. And yeah. a lot of people that are commitment folks have no clue. And I have enlightened some people that, well, maybe it's you. <laughs> and they go, oh, well, I'm going to have to look at that. And and the point of Build a Mate really is it is you uh-huh. because you're drawing to you these people. It's not what the heck's wrong with them. It's what am I doing to choose this? And so, yeah, there's a part two of Build a Mate that kind of gives you the opportunity to write out who you are in a relationship and do the same exercise. But the and, point— and, and- Criteria being looking, do you have you an addictive it. problem? Right. Well, then maybe you need to talk to someone. Right. You know, do you have a commitment phobia? Well, where does that come from? Is it you that's really pushing people away? Right. You know, do you have another mental health issue that may be right. really good to talk to someone before you get into a relationship? Right. Or do you have an expectation of that relationship curing your mental health issue? Right. I'm depressed. I need a relationship to fix me. And those are those pieces. Well, I'm excited to learn more about the Build-A-Mate and going into a little bit more about those 30 attributes in our next segment. You're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we're going to be giving tickets away. So uh, tune in 
to our next segment. We'll tell you about the Park Square Antigone, and we'll be giving those tickets away, and then we're going to give another set of tickets to another show a little later. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is why you work so hard to pay the mortgage. Because home is more than four walls and a roof. It's that porch swing on a summer evening. It's everybody over for Sunday dinner and your family sleeping in their own beds at night. Making home affordable is a free government resource that can make paying the mortgage easier. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Good night, Mama. This is why. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. I am Athena Janakis Karras, and my family invites you to join us at It's Greek to Me on the corner of Lake and Lindale. Since purchasing this iconic restaurant two years ago, our passion has been building upon the traditional by infusing the menu and space with modern interpretations of classic Greek cuisine, sourcing fresh, authentic ingredients and recipes cultivated from our Greek heritage. Your meal will be quintessentially Greek. Find It's Greek to Me at 626 West Lake Street in Minneapolis or at It's Greek to Me MN. I'm Peter Rackler from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue, Brunson's Pub. Experience history and passion through the delicious menu, reflecting the Eastside's diversity. The choices are limitless. Salads, sandwiches, burgers, and shareable plates. Visit Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM 950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. If you're someone that counts on AM950 to bring you the latest in progressive politics, news, and talk, remember, we can't do it alone. Support our many great advertisers and let them know you heard about their business on AM950. If you don't know who to talk to, simply write AM950 on your receipt. AM950 is supported by small, local businesses, so you're not only helping us and those businesses, but our local economy as well. For a complete list of our sponsors, log on to am950radio.com. The stage is set with a motionless tableau, the actors frozen in mid-action, their faces conjuring up an ancient freeze. At the snap of fingers, the spell is broken. The statues spring to life and Antigone begins. Park Square Theatre presents Antigone on stage February 1st through March 3rd. A reimagined adaptation of this classic Greek drama explores civil disobedience, fidelity, and a family torn apart by pride. This electric production brings the action directly on stage with an all-female cast playing the roles. The battles between the laws of the gods and the laws of the people rages. Who is right when all are certain? What are you willing to die for? Be a part of this epic event at Park Square Theatre in St. Paul. Tickets and more at parksquaretheater.org. That's parksquaretheater.org. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm so glad that you joined us. We're talking about connections in romantic relationships. We're also talking about those romantic defaults that sometimes aren't so good. Uh, How do we look at them? How do we change them? How do we take some of those subconscious things that are going on, make them conscious, and make a decision? Uh, There's a quote that I am loosely uh, referring to. I'll have to look it up and and give you the exact, but I I just love Maya Angelou. You do the best that you can for as long as you can until you know better, then you do better. 
And this is all about knowing better. You know, we can know better about our relationships. We can know better about how to draw people into our lives and how to be in our lives in a better connection. Now, before we go into that, I want to make sure that you, I had teased everyone that I've got free tickets, and I do. I have uh, uh, free tickets for Antigone at Park Square. The performance is for Friday, February 15th, so it's right after Valentine's Day, but this is the Friday of Valentine's Day. So you can get these tickets to celebrate Valentine's Day. Uh, you just need to call our phone number, which is 952 952- 946-6205. Again, that number is 952-946-6205. And tell us you want the tickets. We'll need your name, your email, and your phone number. Christine. Yes. Christine is our co-host today. She is uh, an intuitive, an advisor, and a medium, Christine Schroeder. She offers all kinds of practical advice on all manners of life, um, including your love life. So we were talking about romantic defaults. Yes. And um, to flesh that concept out a little bit, um, I have a friend who loves the strong silent type, Mm -hmm. or at least she thinks she does. And she ends up constantly in these relationships with very controlling people. And she comes crying to, oh, how'd this happen? Well, you're dealing with somebody who's very driven, very self-centered, you know, very controlling because they need to be, and you're perceiving that as strength Mm -hmm. when, in fact, you're not really looking at who they really are in their daily lives and who they, who they, how they exhibit those behaviors until you have, you know, locked yourself in with them. Once she recognized that she needed to take a little bit more time and do a little bit of exploration, she learned that that's probably her choice, not the fault of the person she's with. Right. She was attracted to something and she gave it a label Mm -hmm. that wasn't necessarily accurate. It's just what she needed to have in the person. And when she saw enough clues that looked like this resembles what I've experienced in the past. It feels familiar. It feels familiar. Mm -hmm. So this person must be this way. Right. And it gives me that little butterflies, so Mm -hmm. it's got to be right. Right. And unfortunately, our butterflies end up sending us in the wrong direction, and I call it broken picker syndrome. And it's that we choose to constantly pick the wrong thing in an effort to try and change it or make it different instead of looking at ourselves and saying, okay, what am I doing to create that? And so in your um, 30 uh, attributes that we'll be talking in a minute about, it's a way for you to start really fleshing out not just maybe the superficial aspects, but do a little deeper dive as to really what are the things that you think would be supportive in creating a partnership with someone. Right. If you have had relationships that you have ended up with somebody who has been a cheater or somebody who has been incredibly disrespectful, you're going to want somebody you can trust. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to be able to understand what that takes to figure out how to trust someone. And that's not on them and that's on you. So you have to be able to know what you need to do to ask for that example of trust. Mm -hmm. Um, If you are somebody who knows you're high maintenance and you're, you know, you're a city girl and you want a city girl. You don't date the guy who's in the country 
you know, wanting to chop wood in North Dakota. It's just not going to work. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. Yeah. And I also love how you keep coming back also to, you know, what is it that you want to need and how to be more clear so that you can be clear with those that you are uh, perhaps thinking of getting involved with. Right. And so that you're not... Um, putting off signals that you're one way when you're really something else. Right. I right. was thinking when we were talking about, you know, taking ownership. Mm-hmm. When in the years that I was working um, for the American Cancer Society, it was more than a full-time job for me. I bet. And so when I would have uh, people come into my life, I loved having friends. I loved going out to do things. It, 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 it we're a coupled society, mm-hmm. so it was always nice to have a date to do mm-hmm. things and, and to invite someone. But if they got to a certain point where there was more expectations, right. than I could handle, um, I chose the career over creating a deeper relationship. Yep. And at that point in time, I think I disappointed people because they assumed with sure. all of the signs I was putting out that I right. would be ready for the next level in a relationship when I wasn't. Right. And I, I maybe needed to, looking back now, I can see how I could have been more clear. Right. But it didn't benefit you to be more clear. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and that's why we end up becoming commitment phobes, because uh-huh. we're meeting a part-time need. Yes. And, and that's fine if everybody knows the rules. But even with that, when we are chumming those waters, when we are building relationships and building those connections, as you say... You can't just drop the ball and go, oh, sorry, today it's not going to work for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But we don't know that about ourselves right away. And so the point of the build-a-mate, the point of the romantic default kind of questionnaire list is to really look at that and see what that means to you and really flesh out, again, those, those ideas, be it based on who, what you've had in the past versus what you've got now. Um, and be really honest with yourself. And the, the other second point to this, these two lists is to memorize it because we want it to be an automatic reaction. I want you to be able to tell me what number 10 on your list is, what number 24 <laughs> on your list is, and not because it's a brainwashing pattern, but it really then makes you aware of it on a daily basis. So once you've memorized it, you can tell that your sister has the type of sense of humor you really want more of in your life. So you're going to draw more of that to you. Does that I, make sense? I, I, giggled, I giggled only because I imagine, you know, getting this list that you've memorized, and let's say you have a partner that understands that these are your memorized mm-hmm. lists, you can do shorthand and just go, 10. <laughs> exactly. No, 13. <laughs> yes, yes. I need 13 right now. <laughs> yes, exactly. I always look at it um, similarly to like a menu. Uh-huh. I'm, I'll have the 24. <laughs> yes. The combo pack. Yes, exactly, exactly. With a dash of two, mm-hmm. you know. And, and uh, keeping with that theme of a menu, I mean, it's, it is good to look at what are the ingredients. So right. what are the ingredients of kindness? Right. So if I've got number 13 is kindness. Right. I mean, kindness can can show up in a lot of different ways with mm-hmm. a lot of different perspectives. Mm-hmm. One person may think that they're kind because um, they went out and did an errand for you. Right. And, and, and that was a very kind thing to do. But you expect kindness as, you know, uh, a kiss goodnight. Right, right. And, uh, and making sure that there's mm-hmm. a physical connection right. and not just a service connection. And, and, and both right. are good. I'm right. not saying not just, but right. it's based on what your needs are. Well, and then the point of it also then is, okay, be brave enough to ask for that kiss. Yeah. You know, if you've got, this person has 28 of the 30 attributes, but they don't know how to kiss you at night, mm-hmm. tell them, hey, guess what? I'd like a kiss goodnight and mm-hmm. see how they react to it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really kind of a guidepost to moving forward in your relationships too. 
Well, we're coming down to the end of the second segment. Um, we are taking calls for tickets to Park Square. 952-946-6205. We also have another um, another show, The Skin of Our Teeth, for the following week on the 22nd. So keep those calls coming in. Again, 952-946-6205. And we'll also give our websites when we come right back. Brighten your winter with an optimistic tribute to the invincible human spirit. Girl Friday Productions presents Thornton Wilder's Pulitzer Prize-winning classic, The Skin of Our Teeth. The Skin of Our Teeth plays February 7th through March 3rd. Fresh, unexpected, and very funny, this tale is surprisingly relevant for today. Follow the trials of an eternal American family residing in prehistoric and contemporary New Jersey. They survive the Ice Age, the Great Flood, World War, and family strife, all with their hope intact. Joel Sass directs this large cast production on stage at Park Square Theater. The Skin of Our Teeth previews begin February 7th with opening night February 9th. Don't miss The Skin of Our Teeth, a comedy of epic proportions. Oh, did we mention the dinosaur? Visit parksquaretheater.org for tickets. This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment. Catch New Beginnings with Freddie Bell, Saturdays at 11 on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us. By opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests, we'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show, your source for elder care and caregiver solutions, inviting you to listen to our live call-in show airing on Saturdays from noon to one. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding elder care and caregiver issues to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your best quality of life. Please join us this Saturday from noon to one for the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show and learn more about us at minnesotahospice.com. Fearless Five Noir. Five original short plays by five different writers and five directors all on the same topic. Noir. Follow these clues. St. Paul. Fridays and Saturdays, February 8th through the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. Tickets 10 bucks if you gumshoe to the website and order at fearlesscomedyproductions.com or a deal at 15 bucks at the door. Fearless Five Noir on February 8th through the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. at the Mounds Theater. Presented by Fearless Comedy Productions. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today will be cloudy with a high near 9. And tonight, still cloudy with a low around 5. Tomorrow, we'll see snow with a high near 19. Monday, mostly cloudy with a high near 26. And Tuesday, snow with a high near 26. The Eat Local Minnesota Restaurant of the Week is Cafe Latte. Come try their bakery specializing in fresh breads and desserts, including their renowned chocolate turtle cake. Visit them on Victoria and Grand in St. Paul or more details at eatlocalminnesota.com.
Connections Radio Show. Today we're talking about romantic defaults. Perfect conversation to have before Valentine's Day. What also is perfect is we've got some tickets to the Park Square. We have two sets of tickets. We have tickets for uh, Antigone, which would be this Friday. And then we have tickets for Skin of Our Teeth, which is for the following Friday on the 22nd. To get those tickets, uh, you you get to choose which set you want is 952-946-6205. Christine Schroeder uh, is our co-host today. She is a life skill advisor and intuitive medium. If you'd also like to look at her stuff on the website that she has, she's christineintuitivemedium.wordpress.com. And Christine is guiding us through taking control of our love life and figuring out who we are, tools to give us some insight, perhaps even looking at some of our unconscious behaviors. Christine's also available for both phone consults uh, as well as meeting in person. Uh, And we'll talk a little bit about that uh, a little later. But let's start with, talk to me about how these attributes that we've been talking about, creating 30 attributes for ourselves of what we want, how we then do a deeper dive in looking at our values. Gotcha. Um, I have the what I call five and five. And once you've kind of anchored your brain in what you really want and how you really want it, now we have to manifest who we are in relationships and what values we want to link with, because that's even more important than attributes. Um, and the first of the five values that I strike on are things like religion, politics, lifestyle, money, and um, I can't remember the fifth one. Anyway. We'll, we'll start with, let's start with religion. Right. And when I ask people, you know, are you religious? And they say, well, you know, I'm spiritual. I will say, no. Are you willing to roll your butt out of bed <laughs> Sunday morning to do what you need to do to meet somebody else's idea of what their religious practice is? And if you're not, you have to be honest about that, and you have to own that. And the other piece to that is political. Um, If you have real strong political beliefs, can you be in relationship with someone who has a divergent idea or is not political? Yeah, you know, I think that's become even more important than religion. You bet. The partisan divide has gotten very deep. Yeah. Um, When I was younger, there was the whole marrying outside of your faith was Mm -hmm. very much – and even Protestant Catholic was considered – you know, marrying outside of your faith, even right. though it's a Christian faith, there was a sense of like, right, which is odd. But now we've got, I think, a really, you know, there are people that will not date if they are liberal, right? Won't even take on a date with someone who's conservative. But something that I'm seeing even recently is liberals and liberals not wanting to date unless they're on the same page. Are you a centrist? Right. right. And that that's just too far for some that are um, very progressive right. and and feel like they've been squashed for a long time and mm-hmm. they just do not want a partner that doesn't share the same right. progressive, uh, right. strong, liberal point of view. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like your vegans versus your vegetarians. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> We've just, okay, let's define it even more. Right. Um, but once you get past that, we then look at lifestyle, which people – don't really put enough weight in. And what I will say is, are you a city person or a country person? 
And some people are kind of in the middle of the road. You know, I, I don't really care. Okay, but somebody then thinks of, okay, can you be, you know, in um, Alaska with the moose? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to have pizza delivered, mm-hmm. you know? And then they start to ask themselves, okay, well, that really can impact who I am and how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want children? Well, is that part of lifestyle too? Yeah. Um, that's more of, a little bit part of lifestyle. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's deciding children, do you want do you want somebody who, or can you have somebody who may have children already? Mm-hmm. Do you want a ready-made family? Mm-hmm. Um, even if you are past the age of having children, these people have family members. Are you close with your family? Do you want them in your world? Do you mm-hmm. not want them in your world? And what role do you want to play in that world? Exactly. And, and then Because you may or may not be accepted in that world, too. Right. And then how do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And those are the these are all topics of conversation that should happen. And then the last— When, you, when you're talking about the lifestyle and where could you live, I mean, I had this flash of like, I know I could live in the city— Mm-hmm. I could easily live in the middle of a city, have my pizza, be able to, you know, walk to the theater. I could also live out in the country, which I do now mm-hmm. with my horse. I don't think I could live in the suburbs. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, and so that's very clear that if someone wanted a suburban right. life. And there are lots of wonderful, convenient things with the suburbs. Yeah. And, and I lived just in the suburbs. You are. But I just was not happy in yeah, the suburbs. Yeah, it didn't resonate. Right. And and these are the things that you want to talk about and mm-hmm. and. The last one is money. Yeah. And are you good with money? And if you're good with money, you don't want somebody who isn't good with money because then it's going to be a point of contention no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, you can keep it separate, but it's always going to be kind of an edge. But it's hard if you're both bad with money. If you're both bad with money, you should probably not date. <laughs> yes. Just saying. Yeah. Um, you can have somebody better, but not somebody worse. Yeah. It just never works. Yeah. Um, And then the point of this is five in five dates. Uh You want to know within five dates at least some sketchy idea of how they feel about Mm -hmm. these topics. Mm -hmm. Because after five dates, you're starting to build some emotional bonds here. And if you find out, oh, guess what? We are completely different in in these things. Now you got to end a relationship. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not, oh, we've been dating. Now it's, oh, we have expectations of one another, and I know you're not going to meet mine. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's going to feel bad. But it's important. I think sometimes we get caught up in, do they like me? Right. And so I've seen so many relationships where people turn themselves into pretzel because they want to mm-hmm. please this person because they think they're a good catch. Right. And so, okay, they've got this good catch, so how do they need to be different? And right. I think that's a recipe for disaster. Oh, yeah. Because it, it – oh, uh, Oh, you! Oh, you have that problem. <laughs> That's me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, our, our producer is chimed in. He's smiling and he's going, "Oh, well, yeah." I mean, it, I think that 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 we all need to have more self-esteem about who we are, and yeah. that we have gifts, and that we are important, and mm-hmm. that what we want is important. And the more that we get in touch with who we are. It's drawing those people into our lives, which you've said from right. the very beginning. You know, how do we draw people into our lives that match what we have to offer, but also what we want? Right, right. And I think the other thing is if you're con- constantly doing what I call date face, where you have mm-hmm. date face on and you never let them see who you really are, um, that's going to fall off at some point. Mm-hmm. At some point, you're going to have that that 
meeting where you can really be who you are, whether it's you've got the flu, you know, you're stressed, whatever it is. And then you want that person to be able to support you, but they don't know who you are. Right, because you've had the date phase. Right, and you've been, you know, everything to this other person, and you've made them so great. And we have expectations, unfortunately, sometimes more women than men, that if we do that, then they'll love us. Right. No, they're loving what you're doing. They're not loving you. And if you're not doing these things from an organic place and a genuine place, you're doing it to impress, or it's what I should be doing, or it's what I think I should do to get this person. And it's going to burn you out. It's going to burn you out and blow up in your face. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, no, being very genuine and being very aware of who you are is really the point of these tools. And then being willing to risk and share that, you know. And, yes, you risk rejection. Guess what? That's what dating is. Right. You know, and the point of it is to kind of, Call the herd. Right. <laughs> well, but it also it, it makes it more clear when you recognize it in mm-hmm. in relationship. Yeah. I, re- I remember uh, before I got married, a friend of mine took me aside and said, well, has Jeff seen you crazy? <laughs> I mean, like, you can get really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- has he, like, seen you do your meltdown crazy? Because <laughs> I'd feel a whole lot better if, if he's seen you. Can you give you. him a hint? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. He, he, he's seen me crazy. Yeah. Well, what did he do? And I went, well, he just was supportive. He didn't get crazy back. Right. He just kind of knew I was crazy at that right. point. She goes, right. okay, I feel really better about this marriage. <laughs> Yeah. And and that's just it. And if we never if we never really kind of admit to or we never really know. And I think that's the other piece to this tool is it can highlight the things that we don't know about ourselves that we're bringing to the party that create this issue as well. So, you know, we may say we want someone tidy, but then we walk into their your home and it's not tidy. Uh-huh. Oh, well, perhaps it's you. You right. know, you want a maid, not someone tidy. Right. A little different dynamic there. Right. So those are the pieces that we want to look at. And when we start to recognize those pieces, I have to believe that there is more of a genuine joy than necessarily the flutter. Definitely. And that's the other piece that, that I want to bring up, too, is that when you take this approach, um, people are always worried that they're never going to feel that that connection, you know. I've got to be attracted to them. Well, of course you do. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a gimme. Right. You know, Um, if you're not attracted to them and you're just trying to force yourself into what seems like a good enough mate, don't do that. That's not the point of this. The point of this is to allow yourself to, to weigh the risk and reward and then really go for what you want. Mm -hmm. So it's, it should make you feel even better, though it may take a little longer. And it may need shifting some of your expectations instead of, I think, the age-old pressure on women is to achieve a mate. Right. And how to take that away of, like, who is it that you need as a partner? Right. And do you need a partner? Oh, yeah. You know, and I think that's the other piece to this. If you look at this and say, boy, you know, at this stage in my life, it's not worth it. I I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm better off alone. And I'm not sad that I'm alone. Mm Mm-hmm then guess what? That's okay, too. But don't use that as an excuse. Right. You know, you be to able to, it. Yeah, to claim it and not just say, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go out. You know, maybe there's – maybe you need to work on some of your – you know, if you have, want a relationship and you're worried and you, so then you go into right. your hole and go, oh, I don't need a relationship. And then right. three months later they come to you and they're all upset because <laughs> – They haven't got what they wanted. But But that's just it. And that's – 
the point of it is to really kind of do the introspection of, are you postponing this? Is this just a point in your life where, like you say, you've got a lot going on and you, mm-hmm. you can't do this right now? Right. Or is it something that, you know, you're just not choosing to do and you're going to be comfortable with that? Um, but no, oftentimes I get the people who have decided that and they're sad and they're, you know, becoming Eeyore because right. it's all negative. And then, well, then it's not genuine. Right. You want it. You just don't think you can get it. When you're talking, it reminds me of uh, something I I had a friend share with me recently when I was at a conference and the difference between bravery and courage. Yeah. And being brave is you perhaps uh, squelch your own mm-hmm. well-being yep. for others. Mm-hmm. You become fearless yeah. and a fighter, mm-hmm. and you might even risk physical danger right? because you're being brave. right? And you think that's a good thing and that's an attribute, so you, you push down who you are in order to be brave. Mm-hmm. Whereas courage it comes from the French cour, which is the heart. Mm-hmm. Does it with your heart, and you're much more balanced in your approach. You might have to live through some difficult times, but you're centered. You don't uh, give up who you are. Yeah, and that's that's the core of this. Yeah, the courage to love. Yeah. So, and the courage to build a mate. Yes, that will be you. We'll be talking more about that in the next segment. Also, we still have those tickets, 952-946-6205. Park Square is a great place. Uh, Give give me a call and we'll give you those tickets. We'll be right back. It was a day like any other when she walked into my office and told me about Fearless Five Noir, a collection of five original short plays by five different writers and five directors all on the same topic, noir. It just sounded so crazy that it was a hard pill to swallow, even for a hard-boiled detective like me. But I wasn't going to let that stop me. I knew exactly where I could find them, too. They'd be at the Mounds Theater at 1029 Hudson Road in St. Paul. They'd be there Fridays and Saturdays, February 8th through the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. Tickets would be 10 bucks if I planned ahead and ordered them online, or 15 bucks at the door. She told me that I could always find more information at fearlesscomedyproductions.com. I took the job, but are you up for helping me with this case? I guess we'll find out at Fearless 5 Noir on February 8th through the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. at the Mounds Theater. Presented by Fearless Comedy Productions. Crazy about pets? We are too. The Pet Connection Show is a great venue for fun, informative, and creative conversations about pets. Join myself, Kathy Menard, and Dr. Nicole Parole, along with guests who are leaders in the dynamic and growing pet industry, as we discuss healthcare, relationships, behaviors, and even political issues as they relate to our pets. So come, sit, stay for the Pet Connection Show, Sundays 11 a.m. to noon on AM 950 Radio, the progressive voice of Minnesota. So, who's going to do what? Flashlights? Nowhere to be found. Emergency supply kits? Not packed. What about blankets? We have an old towel. Cell phones? May not work. Emergency water? Not a drop. Perfect. We all know where we're meeting if we're separated. The library. Oh, Jones house. The bus stop. And I'll be waiting here wondering where you all are. Great. It sounds like we don't have a plan. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. 
Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuske, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national and Native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan, LLP, rewriting the odds for their clients for over 80 years. We are awake. Fearless Five Noir. Five original short plays by five different writers and five directors all on the same topic. Noir. Follow these clues. St. Paul. Fridays and Saturdays, February 8th through the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. Tickets 10 bucks if you gumshoe to the website and order at fearlesscomedyproductions.com or a deal at 15 bucks at the door. Fearless Five Noir on February 8th through the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. at the Mounds Theater. Presented by Fearless Comedy Productions. show where we talk about ideas that matter and this week we've been talking about romantic defaults how we slip into patterns and seem to keep having the same challenges over and over again and how to get out of that pattern and that's by doing some self-reflection there's some tools that we've been talking about with being able to look at attributes that you want in a relationship and the person that you have in the relationship. What are the values that you want to share? And how do you be courageous in sharing what you need that may risk rejection, but in the long run, it's really allowing you to connect with what you really need and who you are and what kind of partner you want. Christine Schroeder, who is a life skill advisor and an intuitive medium who gives really great practical advice, uh, has been giving us some ideas to think about and to reflect on. And I have a feeling that there are folks out there that would like to talk to Christine. And you may feel a little overwhelmed by, oh, I don't know, I can do 30, you know, what are those attributes and how do I do that and, and are in that overwhelm. And I know Christine would be a great advisor for you. And uh, Christine, maybe you can share a little bit with with the folks that I think are out there that are like, yeah, she sounds like she knows what she's talking about, but I don't know if I can do all of that. Yeah, it, it does take a certain level of courage and a certain level of desire and a certain level of willingness to to unfold and to look at these things. And I can be a, you know, a hopefully a positive, objective perspective. I can give you some hints and ideas on what I see as your patterns that you may not even recognize. And I, I do, I understand that it's hard to see this. And that's kind of part of what I do and what I bring to the party is kind of giving you the mirror to see what it is you're looking at. And it can be overwhelming. It can be, it's, there's a lot of emotion attached to it, of course. And people really do fear that they're not going to get what they want. And mm-hmm. so this breaks it down into small bites. And that they're bites. not good enough. I, that's yeah. what I hear over and over again is there's this always this sense of, I'm not having a mate in my life because I must not be right. good enough. I'm not worth it. Right. I'm not worth it. Or, you know, I will never have this because I don't know how to do these things mm-hmm. and it's too much and oh my God. But it isn't. And everyone's worth it. Yes. We, and it, there's a there's an inherent worth and dignity and joy that everybody brings to the table. Yeah, definitely. And and it's worth the 
exploration. It's worth the adventure. Um, you know, if you, I always think of it, uh, liken it to travel. Traveling can be arduous and challenging and fear-based and getting on that plane and, oh, my God. But you get there and you explore something different, something you don't know, something you haven't seen. And it brings a richness to your life. And I think that that's why it's worth it, that you, it, it isn't that you can't live without it, but it brings a certain level of heightened awareness, heightened life that you can't get any other way. And there may be times you look at it and you realize, I don't need to be critical of that part of who I am. I right. can celebrate it. Then you can also look at it and go, is this really serving me and those around me? And, mm -hmm. and why am I doing some of these patterns that doesn't make me happy? And it's certainly not making ha people around me happy. So, you know, do I need to keep doing this? You know, why do I have all this stuff? Why can't I let mm -hmm. go of some of this mm -hmm. stuff? Yep. And, and it can help. But there are certain things that we all have that are just our bedrock. Yeah. And, and we, the more we can kind of learn to live with that bedrock and share that bedrock in ways that, that are acceptable to others, and we can accept somebody else's issues, that can be a good thing. Now, we didn't get to non-negotiables, and I think that's important just to highlight some things that oh, we did in the first segment, a right. little bit about the non-negotiables. Well, I think it, it's good to touch back on those. The deal-breaker list, after you get to the non-negotiables, which are, you know, n no known with active addictions, no one with unchecked mental health issues, um, no super controlling and no commitment popes. If you don't want somebody who's a Republican or eats crackers in bed or chews gum, wonderful, you know, but all of these things are negotiable, both mm -hmm. the, the positives and the negatives. And if you find that, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more of a grown-up and I don't care that they eat crackers, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> then then you can, it's all negotiable. It's all things that... But there are some, like, I, there's no way I could be with someone who didn't like animals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Just there, you know, right. with all of the herd of, of massive animals that I have. <laughs> right, within your yeah. your dynamic, yeah. it's, it's negotiable is what yeah. I mean. Yes. It's, but there are some hard and fast things that, no, I, it's nails on a chalkboard. I can't have that in my life. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Um, and for good reasons. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So those are the things to look at. But um, if anybody, you know, wants to come and see me, um, I'm certainly available. I work out of the Center for Performing Arts. Um, my website is christineintuitivemedium.wordpress.com. I offer phone readings, Skype readings, in-person readings, um, we can get this looked at and and. Why don't you with. give your email and your phone number? You bet. Um, it's c s p s y c h i c at gmail dot com, and that's c s psychic. And my telephone number is six one two nine one zero two four one seven. And in looking at um, opportunities, the you can give it like a half hour or one hour? What are the, the blocks right. that you normally work with folks? Right. A normal reading is anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour. And it depends on the topic. It depends on if you have lots of questions or we're going to do a strategy reading, which is kind of what these types of readings are, where mm -hmm. we're going to break it all down and I will kind of help you mm -hmm. to see who you are and what you want and, and we'll look at some past patterns that and kind of explore that and mm -hmm. why that happened. Um, those take a little bit more time, but they also are building blocks to moving forward um, with these things. So, And you have folks that... 
you know, like just to check in with you on a, a regular basis. And then there's those that want to just spend time on an issue that is really important to them at this Ex- point. Exactly. So either way, if this is just something, hey, I'd be kind of cool to talk to Christine and have her give me some feedback. Right. Um, or if like, no, I, I, I'd like to have some guidance on an ongoing basis, whether right. that's for business, whether it's yeah. personal. Um, you've done a lot of business advisory, which I, I really admire. There are people that really depend on you for looking at, you know, how they're building their business. Yep, yep. It's a strategy reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's looking at your opportunities. And mm-hmm. people who are married come to me for romantic advice as yeah. well. So it's not just oh, no, no, the no. lovelorn. So, you know, yeah. What I like is that it's all about figuring out a logic which I think is really cool because here you are dealing with the unconscious <laughs> and conscious. And, you know, no, there's a logical way. Yeah. To this. But it's it's creating the logic for the person right. to to interpret what they're feeling. Because right. I don't think we do enough of that. We don't train ourselves enough to, to sense into our intuition. We've got gifts of intuition. Yeah. We have gifts that help us discern, but we block it. Yes, we and and it's you know I always call myself the not woo woo intuitive <laughs> um, because people fear that yeah and it has to have an, a practical application if you spend your life in a corner you know with your feet crossed and never actively pursue the world it it doesn't do you any good and that's what our show's about is to get people out there and get them connected and I hope you'll connect with Christine uh, she's a great lady um, also. Give us a, a look at our website, which is ConnectionsRadioMN.com. Also give us a like on our Connections Radio on Facebook. And one more time, give the website for Christine. It's ChristineIntuitiveMedium.wordpress.com. And have a great week. Enjoy, Enjoy your Valentine's. Valentine's.